Welcome to the first episode of EPL Roundup. In this series, we will be analyzing the post-match results of the best matches in the Premier League. I am Orpo and today with me we have our new member, Sapi. Before we begin, I would like to thank everyone who listened to our previous podcast and supported us. Cheers to you guys. Talking about cheers, the Gunners put a terrific show against the newly promoted side Fulham, beating them 3 goals to nil with Lacazette, Gabriel and Aubameyang banging each. After getting a dream start to the campaign, what do you think Sapi? Will Arsenal be top 4 challenger again? Arsenal showed signs of improvement under Mikel Arteta. They looked defensively solid and were confident going forward. Arsenal's tactics hasn't much changed. The zero back four. On paper, it's a three-man defence, but on the feet left wing back, Aislinn Mikkel-Nines spent a lot of his time in the midfield with centre defender Tierney playing like a left back. The defence will look more solid with Saliba coming in the future. And up front, they showed the hunger for goals. Aubameyang's goal was almost a replica of the one he scored against Liverpool. Pepe looked bright after he came off the bench. Shaka, who came on a lot of criticism last season, and Elmini, who wasn't in Arsenal's plans in the middle of the park, looked solid. What about the debut boys of Arsenal, Gabriel and William? The Samba boys were awesome. William was everywhere in the field. He was the heart of every attack. He got two assists and was heavily involved in the opening goal by Lacazette. He could have scored a goal too if his clever free kick hadn't hit the post after beating Rodek. He even had a pass passing accuracy of 100% before halftime. William knows the league, as said by Mikel Arteta. Gabriel had a shaky start with a few nervous touches. And it's quite obvious. He almost let Kamara in the opening minutes, but he grew in stretcher as the game unfolded. He was a controlling game from the back with 1-1 to touches, 113 attempted passes and 107 completed passes more than everybody else. He also scored a goal from Williams' corner. He was surely the man of the match. Was the goal by Gabriel a handball? No, it's not. The ball went via his shoulder. The new laws this season say if the ball hits the area where a t-shirt sleeve would be, it is not a handball. Was it wise of Arsenal to not sell Maitland Lions to Wolves? Good decision, I must say. If I am not wrong, he was a man of the match in the Community Shield as well as the FA Cup final. He's young, energetic and a versatile player. He's basically a midfielder but under Arteta he's playing as a left back or a left wing back. His versatile nature helps Arteta with his pseudo back for tactics against Fulham his one tackle, three interceptions and 83% passing success was noticeable. Will Fulham be again relegated this season? What's your prediction based on the first match? It might be too early, but I don't think Fulham is here to stay in the Premier League. They are a mess at the back. The first goal against them came from their own mistake. Team Ream made a mess of a clearance there. Even on the other end, they had only two shots on target and both from outside the box from Denis Odoi after 7 minutes and Mitrovic at the 67th minute. Mitrovic, their best player, is not yet fit and was seen on the bench. Next up, we have the 7-goal thriller in Anfield. Leeds, coming back to the Premier League after 16 years, had their opening against defending champions Liverpool. Though Liverpool won the match 4-3, with Mo Salah scoring on penalties on both halves of the game and an incredible volley, Van Dijk also scored a header from a corner kick by Robertson. Leeds showed the flaws of Liverpool. Harrison, Bamford, the top scorer of Leeds in their promotion campaign and Click had their names in the score sheet for Leeds. 
Though Liverpool took the lead three times, they couldn't hold it. What does this tell us about Liverpool's defense? Liverpool's backline was in shambles. Liverpool's backline tried to push up almost on halfway line. When there is no pressure on the ball, the backline should be closing. If they get this wrong, there might be a problem, and it was one of those days. Defending is not about individual qualities. It is up to the back three or four, depending on your formation, to do it collectively. Van Dijk should have played safe rather than trying to flick the ball over Bamford's head, which gifted Leeds the second goal. There is lack of understanding between Joe Gomez and Van Dijk, and the chemistry needs to grow. We saw Mo Salah banging goals by scoring a hat trick against Leeds. Any insights on this? He had a match ball to claim. His second goal was best of the day. In the 32nd minute, Mane won a free kick in the attacking half. Leeds could partly clear the free kick, and Salah showed brilliance with his left foot from the center of the box, and f- the ball found the top right corner of the net. He also converted two penalties. Salah is here to demolish records. Liverpool have now won each of the last 35 games in which Salah has scored, overtaking Rooney's competition record of 34 consecutive wins when scoring from September 2008 to February 2011. Though leads were exciting, but they had their bunch of faults too. If you can explain, Sapi. Bielsa's tactics allows a lot of space for the opponent in the middle of the park. As any other match, Leeds started in a 4-1-4-1 formation when in possession It's quickly transformed into a 3-3-1-3. The three central midfielders splitting to create triangles in the wide areas. Bielsa also empties out his midfield to provide extra men moving forward as he tries to sneak behind the opposition defense. They regularly have two center backs, Phillips in his free role and seven players moving high up on the bench. A lot of unoccupied space in the midfield provides acres of space for Liverpool to thrive everywhere on the field with Salah, Mane, Firmino excelling. in our maneuvering the man to man marking pulling the back four of leeds out of shape creating space in the penalty area which allowed liverpool 22 shots what about the new signings of leeds leeds signed robin koch from ft freiburg this summer he had a disastrous debut against liverpool salah's effort in the opening minutes stuck his arm and the referee awarded a penalty Salah converted it to give Liverpool the lead in the third minute of the game. He was also responsible for the header by Van Dijk as he was left unmarked by Koch. Rodrigo Leeds' club record transfer was signed to score goals not to give them away. He came on during the final phase of the game only to concede a late penalty and handing over 3 points to Red. There was no point in challenging Fabinho in that reckless manner. Calvin Phillips showed Premier League quality and did Leeds miss White in the back. Phillips in his holding midfielder role was engine of Leeds. His range of passing offered endless counter-attacking possibilities for his team. His passing numbers are good with 80.4 pass percent passing accuracy, two key passes contributing an assist. His two tackles and three interceptions were really good. Coming to Ben White, Leeds surely missed his service. They submitted three bids for White who had his loan spell in Leeds last season, but Brighton rejected all of them. was just too good for the championship with his 1.6 tackles and 2.5 interceptions which are really good for the championship he has a high success rate in winning defensive duels his short size makes him quick for a center back his good with the ball at his feet his 0.79 dribbles per game with a success rate of 64.1% ranked him 10th in the league he would have been a great addition to marcelo bielsa's venture in the premier league the last game we are about to discuss today is Chelsea's opener of the season. Chelsea won the game 3-1 against Brighton with Jorginho, James and Zuma. 
finding the back of the net for the Blues, and Tossard having his name in the score sheet for Brighton. We saw the debut of German duo Kai Havertz and Timo Werner for Chelsea. Werner was fouled by Brighton goalkeeper Matt Ryan. Jorginho continued his 100% success rate in converting penalties. Leonardo Tossard's 20-yard shot leveled the game. James Nzoma sealed the victory for Chelsea. Reese James' 25-yard right-foot screamer was his first goal in the Premier League. What do you have to say about the new Blues? Timo Werner showed why Chelsea bought him. He was fast and prominent in Chelsea's win against Brighton. Thanks to him, Chelsea got their first goal when Jorginho played a through pass after Brighton lost the ball in the 21st minute. Adam Webster couldn't keep up with Werner, which forced Ryan into a save. His pacey nature and goal-scoring ability is going to terrify the Premier League defenders. Havertz struggled in an unfavoured right side of the Blues attack, but we can't blame him. He has been training with the team just for a week before the match, though his trademark in the Bundesliga was his, was his technical ability in the final third. In his first game for Chelsea, his work rate outshone it. He made a 73rd spectacular minute recovery. He gave the ball away and then sprinted back 80 yards to make the defensive tackle. If he plays his favoured number 10 position, we'll see more from him. We saw Ruben Loftus-Cheek struggling at the number 10 spot. Ruben was out for a long time due to injury. Even after recovery, he didn't get much game time due to the lockdown. Without a target man like Tammy Abraham or Giroud, we saw him often transition into a striker, but he failed to impress in his designated position. He's basically a box-to-box midfielder. Zieck and Pulisic wasn't available, so Lampard experimented with Loftus-Cheek. Lampard assured Kepa of being their number one. What do you think about it? There are talks of signing Mendy from Rennes. Lampard had the back of his world's costliest goalkeeper, even though he couldn't stop the long-range strike of Trossard. Kepa has conceded 19 goals from outside the box in the last two years, more than any goalkeeper in the Premier League. There needs to be serious improvement in the goalkeeping department of Chelsea. In my opinions and stats, Mendy will be a better option. This ends our first episode of EPL Roundup. If you love this podcast, make sure to follow it on whichever platform you're listening on. Your love and support will drive us forward in our podcasting journey. Until then, stay safe and spread love.